0: Hello and welcome back to Who, What, When, Where, Why. I'm Kelly Bronco. And I'm Jada Davis. So we'd like to apologize first for our lack of um, social media interaction and as well as lack of episodes being uploaded. But we did hit 500 listeners. So oh my gosh I forgot about that. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Um, So we clearly have a lot to talk about and we haven't been posting much because we both have been taking time to really work on ourselves and kind of Concepting and educating ourselves more with Black Lives Matter and everything going on with police brutality and issues of that sort. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I know for me, and especially for you too, Kelly, like this if, issue has just really been affecting us and our mental health. and It's just, everything is just really sad and scary right now. And we just wanted to take time away from social media to like take it all in and learn more.
1: Yeah, I took, um, I think it was like a week and a half social media break. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, It was a lot. Um, We also are very, very active now about, you know, Black Lives Matter and about the injustices that are going on in America. Because if you didn't know, we are from the United States. So this is happening in our own country and around the world. Um, I've seen so many countries around the world protesting along with us. Which is great. And um, I just... I felt like we were talking about it. And we were wondering what this episode should be, considering this is our s- first episode of our second season. Yeah, it is actually. And um, and we've been doing this for a year now. I actually. know. Mm-hmm. Um, as of today. As of today. I think, or it was July twenty third when we made it. but oh, Still. Okay. Almost around today when we were recording this, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, I mean, we're not the. M- I I know I am not the most qualified to speak about my experiences in America because you know I'm white but you know if you wanted a platform to speak about your experiences and I feel like this was Mm -hmm. I feel like personally
0: I have some privilege because there is such thing as colorism where people with darker skin tones face more racism than people with lighter skin tones and that also applies to people who are mixed race and if you didn't know i am mixed i'm half black and half white so i am passing of sense that some senses where most people think i'm actually hispanic based on my appearance so i do maybe face a little less injustice Mm -hmm. than other black americans but i unfortunately have experiences with racism in new jersey in america and when this all the Black Lives Matter I know this movement has been relevant for years but we Mm -hmm. can all admit that after the unfortunate death of George Floyd it really kind of took off a bit more especially on social media and I read a lot of people's experiences and I could relate a lot to them both like just in a social setting and even in school settings it's just really upsetting to know that a lot of people have faced racism and it's only now that people are coming forward with what they've gone through. Like, for me, I've dealt with more, like, I don't know the word for it, but more, like, indicated racism where people just think of me differently because of my race. Mm -hmm. And then since I'm mixed, I feel as if people treat me differently where they say, like, I'll talk too white or they'll, like, compare me to a white person as if white is, like, the best thing to be and that if I talk black, I sound ghetto. So I get told a lot that my enunciation and the way I present myself is, like, White. white white and i don't understand why that is because i feel like they associated with me acting proper and that's just not fair to me but i'm not gonna act like i've dealt with the most racism in my entire life but i have had situations where i had a teacher one time who said like i would be the first to die in the holocaust if we had a holocaust in our classroom like i i've had some bad stuff said to me and i'm not saying this to be like i'm the victim but I just want people to know that there is racism literally everywhere and Mm -hmm. there has to be something done about it.
1: And, um, are you? Yeah. Okay. Um, just to go off of there has to be something done about it. Um, this just popped in my head. I have a list. I found a list of the good things that have come out of this movement and people protesting because we are going to be talking about protests later in our experiences because we have, as we said before, we haven't been social on, not social, sorry, active on our podcast social medias, mm-hmm. but we have been, and we have been, um, protesting everything in our own lives, and on our personal social media, like, I think every day, both of us, yeah. there's something there, there there's on always our on our highlights, whatever um, it is, even my Instagram posts, I mean, yes, it was kind of my, my avatar one, it was, but I still wanted to post something, and try to relate to other people, to be like, hey, like, this is still going on, we need to still pay attention to this because even though the media doesn't show the movement anymore because they're done with it, doesn't mean that we are. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a lot of good things have come out of it. You know, um, wasn't Breonna's law passed?
0: Yeah, however, none of Breonna's have been arrested. Killers
1: have been arrested. Her um, killers. Yeah. Um, A lot of, um, there's been a lot of talk now about um, police, like, training. I remember, I think Cuomo was talking about it. He mm-hmm. was thinking about changing the way that they train the police force and everything. Oh, New Jersey actually is going to be one of the first states to require education on um, Black, black history. history every single month, all year round. Mm-hmm. Not just in February. And um, I want to talk about later about Black history and learning it at school, especially being like a kid in AP U.S. history and like, yeah. how little I learned about black history, even in Black History Month, I think the most I learned in Black History Month, and I went to, um, my first couple years of my life, I went to an inner city school, so there was, compared to where I live now, and where I went to school in high school, like, I went to a, I went to a very, very diverse school in, in Newark, mm-hmm. and, you know, Newark has a lot of different ethnicities, so, like, it was just really weird for me to come here, and it was like, well, white people. Yes. Yeah, like, why white is people. everyone white? Okay, <laughs> and, like, yes, I am white, but it was still kind of shocking to me how many white people there are yeah
0: i like i always what i always grew up in kelly and i we're not gonna say where we live but we live in the same area which is predominantly white Mm -hmm. they're not always but especially in our
1: town in particular
0: but our high school our 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 high school is very diverse our our high school is more
1: diverse because we had more than one town that went to this high school so
0: yeah but in elementary school and middle school it was very whitewashed and i remember looking around the classroom and there would be times where i would literally be the only black kid in there no, I'm not even fully black, you know? It was yeah. just always a, a bit of a... I don't want to say a culture shock to me, but always, like... It always... I always noticed I was different than the other mm-hmm. kids. In middle school, I've told you this before, I was... There was only two black people in our school musical, and I was one of them. And I remember yeah. everyone else, there were two black people, one person who was Indian, one person who was Asian, and the cast had, like, 40 people. It was a huge cast. And I'm like, is there a reason for this? And it just... I don't know. I always felt like due to the area that I live in, that I couldn't have a sense of relating to Black culture that much, mm-hmm. which is why often people kind of tell me I quote unquote
1: act white. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just thinking about Middle School Musicals and bruh. <laughs> There's a lot. <laughs> and the thing was that our director was Black. He was wonderful too. He was
0: oh what oh my god. We I I wish love he him. still I wish he still worked.
1: There. I wish he still worked there. <laughs> Unfortunately, he doesn't for other reasons. Yeah. But um. Yeah, also speak, I know we just, like, are kind of going off because we have a so, lot to there's talk a about. lot to talk about, and, like, there's, because a lot has happened, and, you know, also we've been active on social media, so there's been so many things that have been pointed out about how, like, messed up our system, our country, and everything is, especially with people of color, and, like, yeah. how they're kind of set up to fail in certain situations, mm-hmm. Um. but I just, to go on, like, before, I'm sorry if I'm cutting off, but You're like, Teachers, I guess for me it wasn't like someone on Twitter tweeted and they were like, "Oh, I'm trying to see something. When was the first? Like, when did you have your first black teacher?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, "Well, first you, grade, because you went to an inner city school, right? Where there were more black teachers. Oh my God, Miss Avon. I don't even know, like, know <laughs> where she is, but she was the most sweetest human being ever. She was a young like aid. Like, not aid. We called her aid, but she was, like, us. like, they had the, like, teacher, and then she was, like, like, kind of like a student teacher, but not a student t- Like, I don't know how to explain Like, she was just starting to become a teacher at that school. Yeah. So, it was kind of, like, a preliminary position where she was, like, the second teacher in the classroom, but she wasn't allowed to teach that much because she was, she was young. Like, I remember, I mean, again, I was in first grade, so, like, everyone who was, looked old, looked old. Uh-huh. But she, I look back at the picture, she seems really young. She was probably the most sweetest woman I've ever met, and I literally never forgot her to the point where I don't forget her name. Like, that's wild. Mm-hmm. And then I think when I moved out of Newark into into where we live now, yeah. my first black teacher was... In middle
0: school, we had the sixth same... Sixth grade. Sixth grade, our music teacher, the one we just spoke about.
1: And then That was my school, first black teacher,
0: too. High school, we had the, the same... Freshman year. We had the same... French teacher who was black.
1: Who but was then, Haitian. Yeah, Haitian. Oh my god, I love that man. <laughs> a
0: king. And then we had then, a black psychology teacher as well. Yeah. But that was it. I've only had three but black I've never, teachers my
1: entire life. I think... Yeah, and some people were saying, like, college. In my co- That's another thing. My I've never college, had a black t-shirt in college so far. I haven't had a black teacher either. It's all white. And for me, it's all always white older people
0: like boomer and up you know what i mean yeah yeah Mm -hmm. which i guess it's a stereotype for college professors but just to put it in comparison i don't know the population of like minorities in your college but i go to community college and my community college is probably law right it's diverse there's a lot of people different race there mine is not but
1: I still haven't had a black T-shirt. I have seen a a couple of black professors in my college. Like, for my orientation, there was one. He's a psych professor, but he's, like, a 3,000... I guess that's what you call him, professor. Like, he's, like, a master's professor. And he was a psych professor. He was really nice. And he was, like, oh, like, enjoy your college years, whatever. But it was... It's also weird. Also, again, as I said, like, middle school was mostly white people for me. Yeah. But, like, obviously, I'm not, like, saying, like... I don't know what I'm trying to say. But it's weird because my school... Yes, we have like cultural sororities, like Alpha Kappa Alpha, I think that's what it is, is the black cultural sorority. Those girls are the sweetest people I've ever met in my entire life. Like, go alphas. Like, y'all are cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, but like, there's just not a lot of diversity. Like, okay, in my theater program too, there is not a lot of people of color, which is like, mm-hmm. what? Oh, yeah. And that also, like, that also, like, I, when I first went to school, I was like, this is kind of weird.
0: It always made me uncomfortable whenever, I, I don't do theater anymore, but when I did, it always made me really uncomfortable that there weren't a lot of black people. In high school, yeah, there were more,
1: but. There was a lot. Yeah. And towards the, towards later years. Yeah,
0: but it always made me really uncomfortable that it was, like, just such, like, a, like, a whitewash
1: group. Oh, I have, I literally wrote an entire thing about whitewashing because it is, talk about it. Okay, (laughs) so I wrote an entire thing about whitewashing because, like, yes, I am a white person and I'm not, like, trying to, like, put this whole thing, like, on me because obviously it is not. This is not my time to speak. But I do have to speak about the annoyance that is whitewashing and how much I hate it personally because I'm the one who is... How do I explain? Like, I'm the one that people use to whitewash. Because, like... So I went to my theater program, right? One of the directors, he's very old. He's a white old man. Okay, he's, like... Mm-hmm. Older than retirement age. Or he should be... I love him, but he needs to... Okay. And I have a friend, Maria, who is on our podcast, and she's Hispanic. She's Mexican. Mm-hmm. Mexican-American. And I was talking to him, and he was like, oh, you're ethnically ambiguous. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like He was saying, you could play Hispanic. You could play all this stuff. And I hate when directors say that because I've heard that said to me before because I guess it's my hair and, like, my eyebrows, and, like, my facial features, and the and fact that I can speak Spanish. Spanish, yeah. and apparently, also, at my school, do you know what I heard for the first time? What? I'm not trying to make this, like, on me, but this is just something that, like, I want people who are listening, like, I have an accent. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I have an accent. I've never, I, I've never, <laughs> thank you. I've never <laughs> thought someone you had like, an accent. Someone was like, yeah, you just speak in, like, a, like, a, like, a European or Hispanic accent, and I was like, Hello. You've always sounded pretty white to me. <laughs> Not
0: and I don't mean that in a way where sounding white is good it, and sounding black is it's any bad. other way. It's just I'm like, just saying you you sound like a Caucasian American. Thank you. I am cuz you don't in, in the sense where
1: you don't have a Spanish accent. But long story short, I hate that term and I'm going to go talk to them about it because it's happened before and I've never realized it until recently that I've been against other talented like I didn't even think that I deserved the role. I've been against other talented people of color and then they've been like Go. Mm-hmm. It, it's you. Yeah. And it's just like, no, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you, you can go. I didn't mean to
0: go. No, to go. I was just going to say there, there is just such a lack of um, black people within media and within, yes. within everything, not just theater, but in all senses. And especially back in, maybe in the past, black people were always depicted to be either lazy, Drug sl- addicts, stupid, right? ghetto, or things like that. And it's just really disgusting that the connotation the fact that white is pure and black is dirty like think about the sense of the colors in two senses that's ridiculous to me and i feel like even though a lot of progress has been made there is still this
1: stereotype no matter what that there is there's yeah. they're supposed to act a certain way and like especially in media i feel like though like theater specifically thinking about it like there's always like if any, like, any black character written, except for, like, the Great Comet, because the Great Comet, like, oh, Natasha, wonderful. she didn't have, like, didn't have a race, and they cast Danae Benton, oh she just walked around like a princess, regal as hell, and her understudy was white, and her other understudy was... Asian? Asian. Oh, no, I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking of
0: Philippa So, who originated the role, who was yes. Asian. Yes,
1: but I think she had, no, it was Indian, her understudy, oh okay. and her other understudy was white, whatever. They didn't, like, that whole show, they didn't, put race into it even though like it's Russia in the whatever it's 1800s other shows
0: do that too like even Hamilton as overhyped as it is I do love the representation Mm -hmm. there for different actors I
1: understand what you mean by that yeah and that's beautiful I think that that's what unless the role unless it's like hairspray or like west side story which I don't think they should ever even like me as a person who would love to play Maria one day I don't cast me as Maria because I'm not Hispanic Mm -hmm. please don't do it
0: yeah, I think we can move on from that topic. Yes, but I that's do,
1: really I, what all I wrote. I do it. think that's
0: very insightful. We have, there's so much stuff written here. So one thing I wanted to mention too is just in general, I hate that I've been looking more into the prison system because first of all, we are going to talk about cops and we are um, believers Um, a- A-C-A-B, which means um, all cops are bastards. Now I'm falling asleep and she's calling a cab. Mm-hmm. A cap, cap, a cap. Yeah, A-cap. there we go. Because, just to clarify, um, f- people think it means all cops are bad. That's not true. It means all cops are bastards because of the bastardization that,
1: um. Of the system. Yeah. Okay. You can explain about okay. that. So, because, like, I, it would be hypocritical of me to, like, to support cap. it would be hypocritical of me if it meant all cops are bad because I do have friends who are going into the police force. I am related to police. Mm-hmm. It would be hypocritical of me to claim that because then I'm also, like, okay. So I did more research into A. C. A. P. because everyone was like, ah, because at first I didn't support it because I thought it meant all cops are bad. Mm-hmm. But it means all cops are bastards. The bastardization of the system. It just means that the system is unjustful. Is that the word? Yeah. Unjustful. Um, and I actually, like, have an analogy that I came up with, like, off the top of my head, and it's pretty good. Uh huh. So, so, like, okay. So you have a a bunch of doctors right and not all doctors are bad in right but there are some doctors that fuck up the whole system for everyone yeah whether they overprescribe. whether they yeah over prescribe they do the surgery wrong on purpose or whatever and the thing is is that they still get hired back again and they don't get reprimanded for it and they don't really like these doctors they learn but they don't really learn how did I explain this analogy before? Because it made sense when I explained it before.
0: It, it was making sense. Oh, it is? It yeah. still is?
1: Okay. Maybe your doctor isn't one of these doctors that messed up. They're not bad, but still, if you want to be a doctor, you're still choosing to be a part of the system that still continues to hire bad doctors. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's not a just system. And even the whole, like, I've seen on Facebook, like, Brock Turner. That kid was white. Yeah. And he got what? like six probation right
0: yeah well he was released he no he went to jail for six months and he was released on good behavior when he literally trigger word rape he raped someone behind a garbage i think like a dumpster who was unconscious and it was proven meanwhile none of brianna taylor's killers and she was sleeping in her own home have been arrested and they say oh well black people bring it upon themselves they don't most of the time Think about back even before the Black Lives Matter was really at its peak. Think about Trayvon Martin. You know? It's
1: just... Oh my god. As I said before, I wrote this down because I asked Jade if I was allowed to say this. I just wish I could give every single person of color a hug and tell them that I love them. (laughs) The note says, I want to hug everyone. (laughs) I literally wrote, I want to hug everyone on this outline that like has a lot of like, you know, like, educational things and whatever but I literally wrote I just want to hug everyone like I just I want everything to be okay and that's why I guess I I just it's not going to be for a very long time. I know but I want to help as much as I can mm-hmm. and I don't want to sit on the sidelines unlike a lot of other people that I know that it's performative activism that they're doing mm-hmm. meanwhile me I'm literally screaming at people all the time <laughs>
0: Yeah, with Black Lives Matter, it cannot just be black people within the movement. You need everyone aside you in order for this issue to really, like, take its cause, you know?
1: Um, about that, I yeah. wrote the Blue Jay analogy. So I went to a protest, and there was this man that was there. They had one of the speakers. It wasn't, like, a, like a, like a big New York City protest. It was a small-town protest. And mm-hmm. speaking of, like, everyone needs to help in order to get to this goal... This man he um, grew up in segregated schools in South Carolina. His brother he said um, was like disowned or something and they couldn't come back or else the white people would kill them. It was like a whole thing like his whole house was like ransacked by a bunch of white supremacists and he was like but the other day I saw this blue jay outside my house and this blue jay was trying to move a rock, and was trying to move a rock, like, down. And, like, you know, he was trying to breach but I was like, this is an analogy. This, this, this didn't happen. Because mm-hmm. someone next to me was like, did this really happen? I was like, I don't think it did. But it makes sense. Yeah. So, the blue jay couldn't do it by itself. Like, it was a big, big rock, and it just couldn't move it. But then he saw a robin come, and then he saw a hummingbird come, and an eagle, and a vulture, and a crow, and all of them together ended up moving the rock with the Blue Jay, with the Blue Jay in front, and all the others, like, next to him, supporting them and moving it, and they finally got the rock to the destination. And it's kind of like this situation, you know? Mm -hmm. And that, like, when he said that, I was like... Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool? Like, I don't know. It just... I didn't have words. Like, I... my, My... Like, it just... Everyone needs to help, and we need to support... And, Mm -hmm. like, I'm always supporting. I'm always supporting the movement. I'm always helping as much as I can, you know. I think that's okay. But I do want to give everyone a hug. Please let me give
0: you a hug. (laughs) (laughs) I think all white people who are behind this movement just need to try a little bit and try to educate yourselves about what is going on currently. One thing I will say is I've had people approach me knowing I'm a woman of color, To give them facts and like information, and I'm here to say, black people are not your educators. You need to take it on upon you to educate themselves, and it's not our responsibility to teach you right from wrong, to teach you what is going on in this world when Google is a search away, baby. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous, and there are so many resources out there. In our description, we're gonna put a whole list of different things to look at to educate yourselves to donate to donation also helps whether it's for bail funds whether it's for brianna taylor whether it's for anyone just please take time to research and there is so much to look into and i know it might seem overwhelming and scary but at the end of the day it's just better to know what's really going on And if you're supporting this movement, you shouldn't be doing it just to post it on social media, just to fit in, just to post a black square and move on with your day. Because at the end of the day, you're not doing absolutely anything by doing that to help anyone. You're doing it to make yourself look better, to make yourself look like you are some advocate when in reality, you're not doing anything. There is a lot that needs to be done. And I'm a little sick of seeing people post their square and act like nothing happened.
1: You know? Stop being fake woke yeah be real woke exactly (laughs) that's what you should take i mean not the only thing you should take from this but please stop being fake woke
0: yeah if you don't care about the movement that's disgusting but don't care about the movement don't act like you care just to make yourself fit in more on social media because i saw this one i've been posting so many things on like my, my instagram highlights but this one thing i saw was that this is going to be in a history book eventually what is happening right now will probably make it in a history book and do you want to look back knowing that you didn't do anything that you weren't a part of a historical movement that is going to be monumental that could possibly change the world the fact that something is finally being done about racism and all this inequality. would you want to look back and like tell your children that oh i posted a black square i helped or would you rather say i educated myself i donated i attended protests i apologize for using racist terms in the past because also at the end of the day if you were racist in your past even though that is really upsetting if you can learn from your mistakes and move on that is and at the end of the day, better than doing nothing because I personally have been people's token black friend for almost my whole life where people have said the n-word in front of me thinking that it's okay and that it's comfortable too because I'm someone who's black. People will make jokes about me, which by the way, I don't say the n-word, but people will be like, oh, you can only say half the n-word or they'll make jokes about me acting ghetto or this or that or like, you're too black to do that. You're too white to do this. And I'm not saying this as if I'm a victim, but think about the comments you have made to your friends before and really reflect on them because a lot of people don't realize they're being racist whether it's evident or not. So just try to please educate yourself and learn from your mistakes instead of acting like you didn't do anything and just
1: educate yourselves. We definitely have more to talk about, but I don't have anything that I have to add.
0: Mhm. Cuz there's so much to talk about that. We can't possibly cover yeah. everything in one episode, but I think the best thing you could do is really just look into this issues. And look into ways that you can help. I personally am very happy that I attended a protest. It was very, we didn't attend the same one. But we did attend some nevertheless. And it was very moving. And the most impactful part for me was when in my, during my protest, we sat, not sat, we laid on the grass for 8 minutes and 46 seconds. Quietly. We just laid there. They timed it and everything. And it made me cry. I just had time to reflect on, first of all, My privilege. I was thinking at one point, oh, laying on this grass is kind of uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, imagine laying on this grass and being, having a knee in your neck, you know? And just think about the privilege that we have now. The fact that we don't have to face this injustice. Like, how could you not, I don't understand how you could not advocate for this because I don't think this is a political movement. I don't understand. It's human rights. It's human rights. It's
1: human rights. If you're afraid
0: to post or say anything because it doesn't agree with your political aligning, then you're just racist. I'm sorry.
1: I hate it when people are like, oh, I don't want to, because I know some people, some of my friends, you know, I've told you. People have literally
0: come forward and told me this because they feel the need to apologize to me because I'm black.
1: And like, I have these friends, they're white friends, and I was like, guys, like, here's some links, you know? I know like you guys are always like, being very active and whatever activism that's what activism yeah and I was like but like you know it would just be nice if you could share this on your platforms because I know that some of them have like a lot more followers than I do and I mean I don't have that many but you know yeah and they were like oh I think I'm just this is really political and I think like you know I support the movement but I'm just gonna do it quietly from like my own room or like you know, okay, you're donating, you that that that's fine. Okay, I understand there's a pandemic, you don't want to protest. That's okay too. That's completely fine. I I agree with people not wanting to go because of COVID. Yes. But also, another thing is, like, about COVID is that we both went to a protest. It's been almost over two weeks, and we're fine. And a lot of, most of the cases of the spikes are not from these protests. They're I'm from like, people going to the beach. They're from people going, going to, the beach, to outdoor beach, going outdoor dining, and it's because these restaurants are opening soon, and people don't wear their masks. Mm-hmm. But people at protests wear their masks. I went, the one that I went to, they said, you cannot get in here if you don't have one. Exactly. And, um, but that's besides the point. Yeah,
0: meanwhile, um, six people, um, during Trump's administration, during, um, you know, how they recently have been doing those, um, rallies, mm. six people already have COVID from that, like, of Trump's administration, and they think that
1: protests are the problem right now. It's not, an aben- but, um, yeah, but with these people, like, I understand, but... <sighs> I don't remember what I was trying to say about my friends and...
0: You were saying that they are only advocating quietly
1: from their home, whether that's Which is, no, which is not something you should do. You should be outward social about Social media it. is a tool.
0: It's yeah. a tool. If you are given the privilege and the access, I just keep using the word and privilege like, that's because people privilege. are afraid of it.
1: And that's also privilege, too. Like, you don't have to deal with this injustice so you can just ignore it. Yeah. And you that's what t- I realized. Like, that's, no. That's not okay. That's not okay that you have the privilege to ignore it when other people cannot because it's literally their lives. Mm-hmm. And if you have the privilege to have social media, to
0: have a platform, to have Wi-Fi access, to have whatever, why wouldn't you be using it for a better cause? Are you really that selfish? I'm sorry, but is that beach selfie really that important? More than at least posting something, anything about Black Lives Matter, about human rights? Because like we were saying before, this isn't a political issue. This is an issue of human rights. And I just don't understand how it's getting perceived otherwise. I think it's also
1: because the media not i'm not blaming the media i'm saying like whenever anything is in the news and it has to do with like any leaders political leaders having to comment about it it's seen as political mhm when this is not political it's it's civil rights it's human rights it, it's people's lives like i feel like if it was the other way around like all of a sudden everything would have been fixed and fine mhm which is the problem mm-hmm. with america and it breaks my heart, and I've cried a lot. I cried making my poster. You were there when I
0: yeah did made it. your poster.
1: I made a poster for Black Lives Matter that had all of the names of I, all the people killed by police brutality, in just unjustly, mm-hmm. unjustly, since two thousand two. I think it's a, it took me two hours to it's write an, it, it it's an out. Insane, it's insane how many people are on that list. It's so upsetting. And I literally just finished and cried, and I was like, this this shouldn't this list shouldn't be long it it shouldn't it mm-hmm. just shouldn't and <sighs> again I just we have to finish we need to finish some like get to it get this over with like this needs to be fixed mm-hmm. yeah but it's not some just something you can get over with you can't just give
0: unfortunately, unfortunately you would yeah. you would think that you could just get people to I don't know not be racist. And, I don't know. Maybe care, care about other people. Care, yeah, to be compassionate, but that's a really hard concept in America. You know.
1: I feel like everywhere else as well too.
0: That is true. But if you look at, um, histor- not historically. If you look at other countries and how many people, how many black people are killed by police, it's not as many. It's Not as many as in it's in America. And the fact that other countries are even rallying against this
1: issue at yes. the same time, like um, was it was it Pakistan, Iran, Iraq, all of them, mm-hmm. they were also rallying. And it's like, okay, if all the other countries in the world, some of them that we are at war with for no reason, mm-hmm. is standing with us to make a change in our country, does that not set something off for you? Yeah.
0: and Because... How often do Americans protest for other countries? No,
1: we we're d- don't. We just started we just talking about- We just started talking about Yemen. Literally. Oh. You know? And the only reason that we started talking about it, the media doesn't cover
0: it. Yeah. it's. it's I, found it, I found all the information from Instagram and Twitter. And as, like- Twitter teaches me more than the news ever will.
1: And, like, everyone always poses this to me, and I guess you've probably gotten this, too. Like, we're both communications majors, PR, journalism, like- yeah. You know, you always say the media doesn't show everything. Like, you always say don't trust the media. Like, then why are you going into this profession? And it's, and like a lot of people our age, we're going into it because we want to show yeah. the injustices. We are going into it so we can change to show what's mm-hmm. going on. And yeah. Yeah. And even if
0: your major isn't something that's necessarily active, I just don't get why. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's not hard to be a good person. It's not hard to educate yourself. So, if you are choosing not to, then you are part of the problem with all of this. And nothing could get solved if not everyone is behind this
1: Yeah, and like, as I said before, NJ is one of the first states to educate all year round about black history. But why is that just becoming a thing now? Which is not a good thing that it's, well, it's a good thing it's becoming now, but I'm saying it should have been earlier. It's not a good thing that it took so long.
0: When I think about what I learned in black history in high school, I literally remember learning about Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and Malcolm X. And I remember hearing Malcolm X was a problematic individual. I didn't even hear positive things about him.
1: I just heard that they, they were just, he was just a juxtaposition from, juxtaposition from Martin Luther King. Yeah. Like, I didn't wasn't taught that he was bad, because I took a- AP history classes, and I love American history. Like, that's my, I, I don't know, I just find it interesting how we became a world power all of a sudden, and, you know, whatever. Like, Juneteenth, I learned about it in AP history or whatever. I think we learned about it in our history class. Mm -hmm. Muldoon kind of went over it and then was like, okay. Yeah. Um, we learned about it, but I didn't know that it was like a holiday holiday. Like, I didn't know that it was on calendars. I didn't know that it was like... This is the first year ever that I've learned people talking... I've heard people
0: talking about it, saying they want to celebrate it or they want to educate themselves more on it. Meanwhile, when it's Independence Day, everyone has their American flags out.
1: Yeah.
0: But we're not celebrating the... about slavery we're celebrating you know fourth of july celebrates the freedom of america which can be a great thing but i don't get why juneteenth hasn't been acknowledged at all that doesn't mean that one holiday should be greater than the other and you know what i mean and also with slavery slavery still exists and they act like in our textbooks that it went away that abraham lincoln was so against slavery that he passed it. he wasn't he i mean he was yeah yeah, he want he he wasn't, he passed it, but that doesn't mean he was an actual advocate against slavery. Do your research, because he
1: really wasn't. I think also for me as well with um, going into like school and what we learned, I think me being in AP classes was different because we like I had to read Black Boy and Native. You had to read that too. I read Black Bla- Boy. Yeah, Native I read Sun. Black Boy. and Native. Didn't I like Native Son that much? Yeah, depicting Is a black
0: with- yeah depicting a black person as a killer that put a a white woman in a furnace. No,
1: didn't he smother her to death?
0: And then, this but, is and all then, spoilers and, for the book. And then they put the body
1: in the furnace, but, and that's how and they like, found it. That also was confusing to me. Even reading it, I was like, wait, but this author is black. black. Why is he... De- why? I wasn't sure what the point of
0: that book was. Black Boy, however,
1: black was... Black Boy was good. really good, and I really liked it. We also, like... My favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird, and I understand the whole white savior complex about it. Mm -hmm. But that was the... I read it when I was 13 on my own volition. I didn't have, like, my... I did then read it in school. But I read it on my own volition because a lot of people said it was a good book. And, like, to me, it was just so, like... I don't know. I was just mad. I was just mad that they accused this black, like, teenage boy of raping this girl, when he didn't. He was just walking home. And, like, it was just... Mm -hmm.
0: that was when I was like, huh? And why are those the only books in the curriculum when most of them, like you said, are only offered to honor students?
1: Yeah, and, like, I understand that maybe some of them, like, for someone who's, like, in a lower, like, track, like, some of the language is a lot more, like, sophisticated and loquacious and verbose and everything. Wow, big words. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I understand, but, like, still, there should be more on the curriculum about that. I don't think we read more holocaust books than anything we we read
0: way more holocaust books than anything else like we read a holocaust book every year not saying the holocaust is there something you should learn about but like it also like yeah we're taught way more about that than we're ever taught about slavery or any other issues with black culture and black people not black culture but you know what i mean it's just it doesn't make sense to me
1: you know Mm -hmm. and i think for me it was when like I did read a lot of books by black authors when I was younger, because I would go to the library, and I'd be like, this book looks cool, let's read it. So, like, I read Chains, or is that the sequel? Whatever. it's about the slave girl. And that literally, like, as a fifth grader, I was like, why aren't we reading this at school? And my teacher was literally like, hello, Mm -hmm. (laughs) book? Mm -hmm. Who?
0: (laughs) And I know you love To Kill a Mockingbird, and I haven't read that, but I'm sure it's a great book. And I think, you know, they should keep that in the curriculum. But I think... It's probably more easier to, like understand i guess yeah but what i'm trying to say is i am kind of against the idea of the white savior complex even though that's probably like and i didn't know about that until you said something about it the white savior complex is basically depicted as when have you ever like watched a movie or tv show where it's like a black person is troubled and it's the white person that saves the day an example would be in the help Have you seen that movie with the black the black maid where um emma stone the white journalist kind of goes and depicts this story oh like the
1: blind side
0: yeah like that kid the football
1: kid right and he gets adopted by the white family like the blind
0: side the green book there are so many green book is when um there is a white taxi driver that's helping like a black um, classical musician i will say it's not a bad movie but that shouldn't it shouldn't have to be depicted that there has to be a, a miraculous white person that comes and saves the day. Or that every black person needs, like, a white person in their lives for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think other literature and movies... I know I only listen to movies and other than The Help. I think they are books, too. But I feel like there are so many other depictions of literature that shouldn't just be about white savior complexes. Or maybe even just about, like, slavery. Hairspray. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But Hairspray is, like, kind of, like... Hmm? not white savior but think about like tracy yeah she's you know white I mean? and her you could kind of call that a white savior complex in a that's way that's what i'm saying and, like yeah.
1: i'm not bashing the show it's a beautiful show and i was in it and that show yeah wonderful but it is it's now white... thinking about it yeah it kind of is mm-hmm. because yeah they do all work together but this the
0: tracy is kind of the one that starts it you know what i mean it has to yeah. be the white person that vice for injustice and i think that there has to be a change in what literature is being taught to people and children because it can often come off as a fact where it just there needs to be white people and black people's lives in order for it to be ordinary or in order for them
1: to succeed yeah i'm trying to think of all the other things i definitely because of the classes that i took did read a lot of other different authors than normal but i'm trying to think of like curriculums for that
0: and i don't other kids i don't like that because i know what your kind of reasoning was for why that might be but, but I
1: understand what your where your point is coming I from. I didn't
0: always take honors classes. I didn't... I took honors, but I never took AP, so I missed out like on fences. a lot Like, Fences. I think literature. everyone... You know Fences? I've never read that. Never.
1: Fences? I, it doesn't have to... I don't remember much about Fences, but I do remember it's about a black family. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Oh, my God. I read this so long ago. Viola Davis in the movie. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. She... That was a performance. hmm It's like... It's about this family and this... Like, the father i'm trying to think of it i'm trying to think if there was like any white i don't think there was any white people in that play mm-hmm. and that was a i liked that play that mm-hmm. was the play
0: but we just as a edu- the education system seriously needs to be changed because i feel like the reason why we talk about this so much is one obviously we're younger and this is the only education what this is one of the only ways other than social media we get education about what's going on in the world you also know
1: whitewashing history they do that a lot too
0: yeah they say jesus was white they said that, like the so, man is not white yeah he's literally
1: middle east middle eastern
0: but go off and just in so many ways and i feel like how are we gonna get the stereotype out about black people not doing a lot or about black literature just like not being as relevant if we don't change the education system first because that's one of the only ways the movement is going to change in the future if we implement it at a young age that black lives do matter and we show actual representations of that wow we're learning about slavery is so important how why should black people always be depicted as slaves mm-hmm. what are white people depicted as in in literature everything yes often as good people you know yeah And, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about that, personally.
1: Um, Also, just the way that they taught us history. Like, I saw this one thing, and it was on Instagram, and it was like, these are the textbooks, in Texas specifically, because Texas is the biggest, I guess, buyer of these textbooks. And they, like, whitewashed them, kind of in the sense where it was like, the captions and the pictures like there was one that was talking about how like the native americans and like the people from the mayflower were friends what and i was like they killed them stolen land what, what? even what? what that's so stupid oh central park seneca valley what about it? So Central Park used to be, um, I remember reading this on the internet and I was like, I didn't know this. Or I saw TikTok about it. Some. why does TikTok teach me so much? <laughs> and it actually makes me kind of um, angry. This girl was like, did you know that Central Park, I think it was called Seneca Valley or Seneca Falls or whatever, used to be a town of freed slaves. And it was just an entire community of, um, of black people in New York. And then Central's park designers were like, nope, yeet, yeet. And like kicked them out i had no idea i had never it was something kn- like that. that something like that and like wow
0: mm-hmm. what every day i go on social media and i learn another or more I information about the watermelon about- thing
1: yeah i didn't know that i didn't know that either. i also didn't know the ice cream jingle was also racist i didn't know that mm-hmm. i was like what an inny mini
0: miny mo mm-hmm. and then that and and jemima which now looking at it, I mean, I was I'm a little. That I'm,
1: in s- sophomore year of high school, he was like, "Mr. Williams was like, this is racist and they should change it, but they never did. They never
0: did." And by the way, if you're crying about a syrup bottle being changed, or it's literally
1: a syrup bottle, get or over if it. If you're
0: crying that By maybe, organic from Canada, yes. Or if you're crying that maybe Yale might change their name because um, the owner, I don't know, traded slaves, then it's a name.
1: Why like, do you? Why? Ca- why do you care, care if it's changed?
0: Wouldn't, don't, wouldn't you rather have it represent, like, something that, I don't know, is actually good in this world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so if you're one of those people who's butthurt over that, I think you got a lot of education, like, learning to do. I saw this
1: thing, and it was like, if you're butt o- hurt over people taking down, like, a statue, you're either A, a racist, or B, a pigeon. And <laughs> that's so true. A pigeon. Yeah. Um, I don't know, do you want to yeah. add anything? Because I feel like you're, like, go, please. No, I- I think we've 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 talked for a while and honestly we just went off we could we... talk
0: literally all day about this but I think we do have to end this podcast at some point point. one thing I do want to talk about maybe not that this is a positive this whole thing is positive but on a more positive note is that we should all be also trying to support black businesses and, oh, black yes. and black artists as well. We've been, we've been on a kick. We've been on a kick. Listen, I've been posting on my Instagram, it's at Totally Jada. I have a highlight of on
1: different black artists. And I've been trying. I've sent you a couple that I, yes. like, found. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, you also just, like, you find the best artists. How oh, do I, like, go they, off? Oh, like, these yeah. are all bangers. Oh, my favorite, lately least, been Kevin Abstracts. Highly recommend. Um, like, and then, like, um, now, like, I try to look because, you know, support, empower these voices that, mm-hmm. there's, oh, it's just such, and yes. things, and we can talk about. I can talk about all
0: day how black music was always meant, not always, but like even though they're such a nice and like sweet. I don't I don't know how to word this. I think that even though black people obviously created blues and jazz and all this stuff. Oh, now, I love some me some. Some R&B. You, you like jazz? Is it,
1: isn't blue... Wait, R&B, R&B is, is rhythm l- and blues, rhythm right? Rhythm and blues, yeah. That's that's
0: jazz and, and blues. Yeah, like rap is rap and po- is, um rhythm and poetry. But the thing is, is that... Wait, that's what rap is? Yeah, you never knew that, rhythm and
1: poetry. No! Wow, you learn something new <laughs> every day.
0: <laughs> but I feel like maybe more... I'm just saying more early 2000s, a lot of black music was depicted at, once again, ghetto, where it's about drugs Like Let It Shine. Do and, you remember that movie... Where they made like, um where rap, they call rap, rap like the devil's music, and then they had to make Christian rap in order for everyone to be into it. Yeah, that was a weird move. Disney, what were you doing with that? You had Proud Family, you had something going good. <gasps> that was a
1: good show. It was, and then they, and then they
0: came out Let It Shine. I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> this is just wrong. But I feel like now there are that. so many different kinds of black artists making every different kind of genre, and it shouldn't just be black music associated with rap not that rap isn't wonderful but you do you, there's a connotation
1: unfortunately yeah, that rap like black like rap is yeah yeah i heard that
0: and it doesn't always have to be that way There's so many different kinds of artists to support i think we should make a list and maybe
1: put it in the description yeah uh, this podcast we of can, different artists know, we check could out. do i have an idea we can make a spotify playlist and share and it. share it on all our social medias yeah we'll do a collaborative one yeah we could okay yeah um and if anyone has any artists they'd like to send us Recently I think her name is Tiana Tiana. You Taylor? I actually had never heard of her. You're me the one either. that introduced me to her. Literally her new album is literally called The Album. Hold on, I'm trying to find her name.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah, Tiana Taylor and her new album called The Album. It just showed up on my like um what's it called? Discover we not just yeah, whatever. The when they Spotify makes you playlist mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ooh, ooh." banger. Yeah. And then I, like, opened the album, and it just came out that day, and I was listening to it, and I was like, Solange, also, you got me to Solange. Sandcastle Disco is a bop! I
0: actually have loved Solange for a very long time. Solange is great. Oh my god, Sandcastle Disco?
1: Stop. Mm -hmm. I know! (laughs) I
0: I think that, and one of my other favorite black women artists, I know she's very popular, but SZA, oh my god, I listen to Garden Shed, and like every single I've been day i trying to listen to her. You would like her. You got to listen to her a little more. You got to give me like her more... whole album Control Bad. Quality. Bad. I just Bad. I just made the okay sign because it's quality. And also support your black businesses. If you are if you live in an area where or even if you can order online from different clothing stores because obviously honestly a lot of um major oh God, a, lo- things. a lot of major industries um fast fashion. use fast fashion which often um is uses child labor and these children are often um, sexually abused and i noticed most of these ceos are white people and i research more black companies and a lot of them are family owned or perhaps they have more i don't know moral ethics and i just feel like in general if we want to support black people in all senses why not support it where your dollars go as well you know Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different you should try you know eating at black black owned restaurants and things like that it's just trying mm -hmm, it's just a good thing to do you know try different
1: things um yeah and i mean i've always like been open to everything different cultures and everything Mm -hmm. i mean i love learning about other people and learning about other cultures and everything so like you know it's it's just been i don't know it's just been gucci Gucci. Mm -hmm. Good. I don't know what else to say.
0: (laughs) Regarding that, yeah. But I think for now, the conversation does not end here. It does not end at the end of this podcast episode. We're just putting that out there. We need, we, us two need to continue to keep being vocal about this. And we're going to make sure that throughout the rest of our lives we try to be consistent in tweeting information into learning more into educating ourselves into advocating yeah even if we don't have another episode necessarily about black lives matter that doesn't mean that we're done with this conversation we just wanted to have a platform where we could at least get into why we feel so passionate about this and discuss just some of the thoughts we've been thinking in general so i just want everyone to know that just because this is the end of this episode that doesn't mean we're stopping here and no none of you should stop here as well if you listen to this all the way through and you learn something thank you but we don't tried. but don't yes yeah. but don't, <laughs> we but, don't tried. but don't let this be the end of your education we'll we'll leave as many links as we
1: can yes i have found a master link i think I, it's on everyone oh, like the, on the black
0: matter card whatever yeah, whatever someone the made a master link, is. link
1: that's constantly updated about so everything we will
0: put that but just please literally the only thing i have to say is just educate yourselves and learn more and yeah. don't be racist and if you are racist why bye. oh i said why you said bye that works too yeah yeah if you are racist yes no. first of all don't don't listen to our podcast anymore just unsubscribe right now no no get away from me but also just
1: try to think about the if you were in their shoes how gonna, atticus finch it kill a mockingbird oh, put yourself in someone else's shoes
0: but don't let that be the only um, book you read about... Uh, well, it's not. No, I've read more. <laughs> I know. But I'm just I'm saying, saying in general. That was, like, the you. first
1: thing that we were ever taught, like, about, like, when... I had a great teacher who, like, also, like, tried to give us other supplemental readings. But, like, she said, like, his, his thing was true. Like, put yourself in someone else's shoes. Like, mm-hmm. how would you feel if this was you right now? Uh-huh. And
0: just think about if you are lucky... have the privilege to ignore these issues Mm -hmm. maybe don't don't ignore yeah maybe try not to i know we sound so stupid right now maybe when we're saying this but for me as a black person that's literally all i have to say is just why just take some time to reflect on how you could be a better person in this world and if advocating for black people is one of those steps then i think you might need to do some reconstructing on your morals
1: and yeah i also think another thing too is it's like i saw this post and it was just like this these two people and it was a white person a black person in a boulder and it was like at the bottom like a little bit up but it wasn't at the top and it was like the white person was already like tired and the other person was like grabbing their hand like we got all this way to go and that's true exactly we've made a little dent but there's still more we gotta keep going Mm -hmm. and i'm very i'm very
0: personally kelly i'm very happy that as a white person you truly have taken the time to educate yourself become we'll say woke whatever
1: and um <laughs> <Woke>. <laughs> and really, i'm not
0: fake woke. yes and really educate yourself and i think that i mean even though i don't want to be anyone's education like i don't want to be anyone's teacher. if for some reason anyone really needs some help with where they should start i am like kind of happy to help just please try to educate yourselves beforehand and use our links and then i will link from this there. thing
1: called justice in june which i did um have you been doing it I have not for the last week because I've been busy, but I've been, like, the thing is, like, I haven't been doing it chronologically. I've kind of just been, like, jumping around to, like, because, like, it gives you times of how long things are and I have to see. But, like, um, it's basically this plan that someone made. I hope the link still works because I'd be really, really sad if it doesn't and I didn't uh-huh. like it. And it's just different texts and different perspectives from black people in America and, you know, about systemic systemic yeah racism racism and everything that's been going on and it's been it it, it, i will admit there are some times where i'm like oh like i want i i I didn't know Mm -hmm. and i i don't but Mm -hmm. now it's been brought to my attention and i acknowledge it and i try to not rush that under the rug Uh uh-huh and it's very helpful i mean have you
0: been doing it, too? I ha- I also kind of have the same <laughs> track Sorry, I'm in a summer class right now, so that unfortunately starts taking one, yeah. up a lot of my time. And we both also work. Kelly yeah. Kelly
1: got a job, by the way. Woo! Oh, my God. Yeah, now I work at a We're, grocery store. We both store. work at grocery stores. <laughs> Different ones, but. four zero one one best code, bananas.
0: Oh, uh, I like 4012, but then um, What's like 4012? Oranges. Oh. Naval
1: oranges. Oh, I think.
0: Or 4225. Is- <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love <laughs> Wow, we just really had a part-time <laughs> grocery store worker <laughs> oh
1: moment right there. <laughs> and then you put the quantity in. Yes. You instead do. of weighing them. <laughs> yes. Cucumbers are four. Four zero, zero six, eight or something. Zero
0: six, whatever. I always confuse those. And then zucchinis in,
1: in green squash. That's what we have it under. Oh, no one buys zucchini. I well, never can tell oh. the difference. So I just mark them all as cucumbers. I think, <laughs> unless I ask.
0: Mm-hmm. You ever get like one vegetable and you're like literally what I said? They're like Su- and they're like it's a. Our- I don't know, turmeric or something. I'm like, why? Sometimes... A bar. Like, I'll
1: forget the word in
0: English. And one time I literally... Oh my God. Uh, everyone just asked me, like, are you named after Jada Pinkett Smith? And I'm like, yes, actually. A flex. A yes. flex. And named after Goldsmith's What? wife. Love Red Table. Really, really good, by the way. I really recommend it. Okay, let's get back on track. I guess we'll end it where... Okay. I think the last thing I want to say, too, is that I don't think this should be the last time Kelly and I talk about different issues going on in the world and when we first started our podcast we weren't quite sure the direction was going in and to be honest i don't think we're still quite sure now we definitely aren't but you
1: know we're gonna pretend that we are yeah
0: but if we um feel the need to speak on something even if it's This is not political at all, but even if it's human rights, but I'm saying if it's quote-unquote political or if it's about human rights or something that we're both passionate about, I think we're just going to go ahead and do it. And that is not going to be every episode, obviously, but I will say if there's something like that, expect us to talk about it, you know? So I hope you all can understand where we're coming from with that. And I hope you all enjoyed this episode and maybe learned something.
1: I'm trying to think of something to add on, but... I don't... It's just... We felt like we had to talk about this matter. It was...
0: There was no way we couldn't. We couldn't. Because we couldn't just act like this didn't happen and put and out a normal, like, tea time or whatever. Like, that can't happen right now. And it's ignor- ignorance. Yeah. If we did. hmm It shows how privileged we are, the fact that we can ignore this issue. Honestly, I can't... I'm not gonna lie, I can't ignore this issue, but...
1: Maybe I yes. mean I couldn't either. I was like, what the what but the. But as but as content creators, we couldn't. Yeah. We couldn't. Just and we act- didn't like make a statement or anything. Like you know how like people have been giving like a lot of stuff to like all these like other people like celebrities or creators that were making statements. statements. But like, first of all, we're not really that big of an account. But also like, we have been active on our personals. Yeah, we've been I've uh, very active both yes. of us and um, I didn't we didn't feel like there needed to be a statement to be made our Mm podcast because this was going to be made we were we talked about this when the movement started
0: and we just didn't know quite know when we wanted to record this and i think we just we really needed time to collect our thoughts and this might not be the most perfect (laughs) this (laughs) This perfect episode yeah i'm not gonna lie this episode might be a little messy but i'm just glad we could speak about this yeah yeah and again thank you all for listening
1: yes thank you for listening um i'm not
0: i'm only gonna plug my personal right now because i am posting more information information about black lives matter on twitter and instagram is at totally jada i post on my instagram highlights a lot about different things and on twitter i do as well so Mm -hmm. ask you but however i would rather have you look at the link in our description to do that you know what i mean this isn't me trying to say like my picture look at my story it's just if you want to look it's there but more importantly look at the links in our description
1: Yes, and um, hopefully we'll have time soon to make that playlist. So look out for that. Yes, we'll probably put it in the description of this episode. My socials are at Kelly Bronco on Instagram and Twitter, K E L L Y B R A N X O. Um, I also have been doing the same thing, and all of our podcast socials at Five W Podcast on the mm-hmm. social media Trinity Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. We do think our next episode might be a little more what we kind of usually post, but we aren't
0: quite sure yet. So we do need some time to think about yes. How we're doing this. And this is also
1: a heck of an episode. Yeah. So we have
0: a lot to process and we have a lot more to do as people. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Um thank you for listening. Thank you for five hundred listeners. Again, that means the but, world but, to literally, me
0: literally for even for hundred followers on Instagram, I know we thanked you guys before. But literally thank we were you. like,
1: oh my god I'm like ecstatic. I <laughs> was only expecting like five and one of them was gonna be um your mom yeah my mom
0: doesn't even listen to all of them so the fact that we have 500 listeners crazy yeah but thank you all um i hope you all can educate yourselves and i hope you all don't be fake woke don't be fake woke you can tell when you're (laughs) lying quote of the day i read through your lies um and i hope you all are safe Yes, wear mask. Wear a mask if you go to any protest. Stay safe Six and stay well. Write your emergency numbers on your arms if you feel like you need to. And oh yes, 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 that. And if you are a per, and if you maybe are white and you have other people in your life who aren't involved with this movement, don't seem to care. Try your best to ch- tell them why this is important. Don't let other people be ignorant around you. You know. Yeah. Okay. I think we can end this here now. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.